1: Howdy-ho, SPC Nation. Wanted to go ahead and give you something a little special on this Monday. As you know, we've been doing a big promotion for the summer where basically everybody who joins our Patreon at $5 or higher will not only get a signed poster from either Mark or myself, if you live in the continental United States America, Samoa, and Puerto Rico, Uh, But I will be donating $1 out of pocket for every new individual patron uh, to the Gary Sinise Foundation. It's a charity that's very close to my heart. It supports uh, military veterans and military families. So if you go ahead and sign up at $5, you go ahead and we'll make a contribution to that cause You'll get all the stuff that comes in at the Patreon access level behind the paywall that you don't typically get to hear on the regular Wednesday show. You get to help a great cause. And if you live in the continental United States, Puerto Rico, America, Samoa, I don't know if Siam is part of America, is it? It doesn't matter. If you live in, in a place where I can easily easily manage postage, I will go ahead and send you a signed poster. I want to go ahead, ahead and give a shout out to two of our newest patrons who have joined this summer, Ariel from Columbia and Heidi. Don't know if you want me to put your last name out there, but Heidi, hi. Thank you for supporting the show. Independent media, our voices, our community that we've been able to establish celebrating fandom, and the things we love is only possible because of your support. So go ahead and check us out. Take advantage of this offer until the 30th of August at patreon.com slash pod. And in the meantime, you're going to go ahead and get a sneak peek of an episode that Derek and I did. Not producer Derek from SPC's Degenerate Panel. This came out last week on Patreon for patrons to listen to where we will be reviewing the first five episodes of the new anime that's available on Adult Swim, My Adventures with Superman. Maybe you were as hesitant as I was to watch it, but you'll hear in this episode it might be worth tuning into a couple episodes of to check it out. So please go ahead, support the show, and as always, thank you so, so freaking much for giving Mark and I the pleasure, the honor of doing what we love and talking about what we all love together. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, let's hop to it. I have watched the first five episodes, Derek. Everything up until the fourth of August. I think the the new episode this week is on Monday. I, yeah. I gotta, I gotta say, when you mentioned this show. I didn't really know what to think about it because I had heard about it uh, about, I want to say, February of this year. And then I saw a trailer for it in May. And then I saw a bunch of articles making fun of the Sailor Moon Superman change sequence, which, for the record, only happened so far in one episode. And it was, yeah, it, it, it is what it is. But I am, I can honestly say this. Juliana and I are hooked on the show. It's a good freaking show. And say we're talking I know, about I like my, we're talking about My Adventures of Superman. It's an it's a Superman anime. It's exactly what you think. It, it, it uh it's, It it plays on Adult Swim and it's available on the Max app. How did you watch this? How did you get into this? Because I when I heard about it, I was like, I don't think this is for me. I, I was just I was gonna ignore it.
2: So I always like animated stuff, and when it comes to DC, I honestly do not think they miss when it comes to their animated content. It's very rare when they do, because like their live action stuff, they've been dropping the ball constantly. I mean, look at the Flash—you know, look no further. (laughs) Um, But their animated stuff's usually really good. So when I heard that the new this new Superman show was coming out, um, at first the promotional material, like I, I, I didn't think much of it when I saw that. But then I saw some like clips of it on Twitter and stuff, and I was like, okay, I'm interested. So I decided to watch it, like in full. And what I honestly want to say is like I think this is a really great, you know, I think it's a good series because it's kind of starring a younger Superman. He's starting off, you know, like it's basically it's not an origin story. Like, we know who Superman is, we know, but he's this is the start of his superhero career. It's not. It's not something that he, you know, he's not. He's not veteran Superman. He doesn't know all of his powers yet. Like at, he's still learning what he can do. Because I I watched the most recent episode recently, and he didn't even know he was bulletproof. Like because he took like he took some shots for Lois, and she asked him, "Did you know you were bulletproof?" And he was like, "No, but I know you aren't." They're,
1: they're really good they're really good at focusing on Clark and I think that's what makes a good superhero TV show when you care for both the person and the superhero alter ego because I think for for a lot of great superheroes when you can care for both that's when it really matters um because far too often especially now in the age of Marvel they have kind of, ignored that and they've gone for more flash, more immediately just focus on, you know, the the fantastical, the super part of them ignore the person. It's turning back on what made the original Marvel heroes who consist of the first Avengers, um, it's what made them likable. Now we're stuck with you know the marvels and all this other shit and you know nobody nobody likes that nobody likes she hulk nobody likes the characters where it's like it's all super it's all you know it's all flashy and then when they turn into their human parts you know they could be as unlikable as possible but you still are supposed to like them with this i agree with you dc consistently has the best animated shows and movies They've always had that. They just always knock it out of the park. Warner Brothers is great at that. So I shouldn't have been too hesitant. The only hesitancy I had was the fact that apparently this was being produced when DC Comics Warner Brothers was still owned by AT&T. And since everything changed during the split, when Warner Brothers Discovery became its own studio, when James Gunn came in and became the president of DC Studios – All the projects were supposed to change, like Batgirl got axed, a whole bunch of other stuff got canceled. It changed the books. uh, Video games got delayed because they wanted to do one linear type of continuity where all the actors are going to voice the characters in cartoons and video games. And that left a lot of people confused because Justice League War World has just come out. It's an animated feature. A few months ago, we had Batman – the the whatever came to Gotham or whatever, the darkness that came to Gotham, whatever that was. I I watched it, didn't really enjoy it. Um, And now we have this, and this doesn't fit into the James Gunn type of thing, but I'm okay with that because for me, I'm not a big anime fan, but I did love stuff like Avatar The Last Airbender. That's one of my favorite cartoons of all time. And this is an anime... I want to hear your point on that. This is an anime for a western audience.
2: Essentially, yes. And what I if like If you about... liked
1: Avatar, you will like this.
2: Yes, 100%. And I think what I like about this show is that it's very um at least at the moment, it's very Superman focused. I actually um saw one thing on Twitter, apparently a rule for the crew that like they like a golden rule they have is they have to make Clark as attractive as possible. Like 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 a rule in the studio is we make him as handsome as possible like, in every scene. The, like that's why he looks good. <laughs> because like well, they want to make sure Superman looks good constantly.
1: <laughs> super Superman has to look good. If you uh, fuck up Superman, you have done something wrong and that's where I think I've been a little bit bothered. Well, no, I, I've not been a little bit. I've been really fucking bothered with DC outside of the comics, where the comics are their own separate thing. I don't like the current animated movie Superman stuff. I think he's too young in the animated stuff since they rebooted things with a uh, Superman Man of Tomorrow, which is available on Max. If you haven't seen it, folks, he's too young. He's too uppity. He's just it doesn't feel like Superman. And then what they have done by just putting Henry Cavill on the back burner. For anyone that saw his appearance in the Flash, he looks worse fully CGI than when he was half CGI from the nose down in the Joss Whedon Justice League movie that came out in theaters where he had like the fucked up chin. Like I am I am very protective of Superman. Superman should be Superman yeah and, and while think- they made some adjustments to the costume and stuff, he looks freaking cool. He looks cool as Clark, he looks cool as superman yeah uh, they they got it down, yeah, and they
2: and I think what I like you know I mean one thing that has always been apparent in every Superman story is that uh Ma and Pa can't essentially saved Earth by by just raising Superman to be a good guy because you know we could have just had Homelander. <laughs> if, if things went wrong. Um, 'cause Homelander's a cautionary tale because, you know, Superman had two amazing parents that treated him right and made sure he was a good man. It because he's a good man before being a superman. Like that's that's why he's that, always been.
1: It, exactly. You hit the nail on the head. What makes Superman Superman is not just his powers, but it's his character. And um, I mean I, I like the fact that this is While you get to see some things from Clark's view, it is very much Lois. Now, what I find interesting about this is that this comes out at the same time as the Superman Lois live-action TV series. Have you seen that?
2: I have, and I actually like it a lot.
1: I do, too. Uh, I kind of stopped watching after season two. I just got caught up in other things. I watched uh, one episode recently where it had Lex Luthor and they had Doomsday. And I gotta say, it's crazy when Doomsday in a TV show looks better than Doomsday in the live action films. So Doomsday in Superman, Batman, Donna Justice was not cool. So
2: when you say Lex Luthor, because like I know in that show, I think it was like a Lex from another earth that came.
1: That like, that ended up being spoilers. Um that ended up being um uh Jonathan Irons. Uh, yeah, John Henry Irons.
2: Uh, okay.
1: Who took a suit that was meant for an alternate Lex Luthor. Right. But um. Okay. Yeah. But but he. So he's the superhero Steel. Everyone yeah. thought that he was Lex Luthor, a black version of Lex Luthor. We find out that he is John Henry Irons, who is Steel, who is hmm. um. You know, part of the Superman family of characters. And then later, one of the guys, I think he played Abraham on The Walking Dead. He turns out to be Lex Luthor. Uh, okay. He he took over for um. Uh, the guy from Two and a Half Men who played him during uh, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths during that big CW event. I would still I, love Heisenberg to be like Luthor. I, I would That'd like so to good. see him in the movies. I think that would be. I think that would be great. But you know, Superman Lois. What I like about it is why I think people liked about Lois and Clark in the nineties, it's kind of focused on the couple. It's focused on the relationship of what it's like to have somebody who's human with somebody who's not human. Yeah, uh, I think I think Superman Lois does that pretty well. I think season one is some of the best television we've had in a long time. If you have not seen Superman Lois because you don't like the CW, you weren't like a big fan of the Arrowverse, and I I was a big fan of the Arrowverse up until the last couple of years, especially after Crisis on Infinite Earths, so I tuned out. But Superman Lois is a good show. My parents like show. that show, and they don't really watch that stuff. They watch like Arrow up until like the last few seasons, but Superman Lois is good. This is. More of like less drama because Superman Lois is very CW heavy, especially since they're parents. They have the kids. I like seeing Lois and Clark at the beginning. Yeah, I really like seeing that. Lois is not unlikable. She's a she's a funny character. I like this Lois. She's great. I mean,
2: I think what I like about this show is that it's very clear that both Lois and Clark are in the beginning of their careers with like at an equal footing. Because usually what happens is Clark comes into the Daily Bugle and um, Daily, or, Planet. Daily Planet. God, I'm mixing up. Spider we got man. the <laughs> universe. We got the universe across. <laughs> yeah, the Daily Planet, and Lois is already a hotshot reporter that's like up there already, typically. But this time she's an intern, just like Clark and Jimmy, and and like they're basically on the same level um, workwise. And she's falling in love with the man this time, not the Superman as we're seeing. Because usually she falls in love with the Superman, and then she finds Clark. But this time, it's the other way around. Because you're seeing how good of a man that Clark is, and, well, Superman is there, and she's actually trying to expose Superman, because she doesn't know. Because she finds out, but not until episode 4, that Clark is Superman. But she actually finds out very quickly more quickly than other Superman.
1: yeah like she like you know regular lois has been trying to figure out who superman was for decades this lois found out in a couple episodes
2: I, i think it's because they're so close because she's with clark so much in this series and she pays attention to him because clark usually gets away with his you know superman disguise because clark's a nobody he's you know an intern at the daily planet he's just you know he's out of the camera out of the frame. People see Superman, but if they see Clark, you know, people talk about the glasses, no glasses thing, but it's like, if you saw Clark on the street, just walking around, would you think that's Superman? Probably not, because he's not a famous person. They, make, someone- it, they
1: make it very easy to see them as almost two separate characters. Yeah. And- Whereas everywhere else, it's kind of like, oh, like, just just take off the glasses and that's it. Here, they make it a little less obvious, yeah. which I appreciate.
2: Yeah, and Lois is, like, in episode four, she's connecting the dots at the very end of the episode, like, determining that this is Superman, and, like, and she's actually shocked by its revelation because it's been right in front of her, and she realizes it because she goes over everything in her head that, like, Clark and Superman never been in the same room at the same time, that she's constantly been saved by him, even when it's just Clark. Like, it's just, like, She just puts it two and two together. She's like Clark Kent is Superman, and and honestly, the show has a great soundtrack too. I really love it. Um, That just the music complements a lot of the show. And then we haven't even gotten to like the Cadmus stuff of like Slade and um, and um, I'm not sure who. Do you know who the who the man is? I know Amanda Waller, like the other person that's that's with Amanda. General
1: Lane. Are you sure? Yeah, that's her father. Because I looked into that. I was like, this guy, at first I thought he was Rick Flagg. But, oh, we have to take a step back. So they changed. They made some some continuity changes to the show. Uh, Perry White is black, much like he was in the Zack Snyder movies. Mm. Um, Jimmy is black. And yes. Lois is actually Korean. They did this because they wanted it to. They wanted the voice actors race to be represented in the characters, which but it works, and I actually it like doesn't it. bother me. It doesn't <laughs> bother me. Um, I mean, if my my thing is always like, if you make it work, I won't complain. If it doesn't feel right, like Black Ariel, um, in Little Mermaid, then then it, you got a problem. But it, it just it, works it feels
0: like their own characters, and it save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app.
1: From Avatar. Asaka. Asaka. He reminds me of Asaka. I think they kind of write him in that type of tone. But uh, no, I I like him. The big thing that caught me off guard, I didn't realize that Huey from The Boys plays the voice of Superman. And I got to say, he's a good voice actor. I didn't even think about that until right now. But, but, but here's right. the, Here's the biggest thing. So the guy who plays Huey and the boys plays the voice of Superman, which is funny once you know yeah, the actor. Correlation. Play Superman. Yeah. <laughs> but the funniest thing is the guy who plays, um, is the guy who plays Slade, Deathstroke. Do you, I? I had to. I I had to rewind the scene in like the second episode when Slade takes down Livewire. Because when he's torturing her to interrogate her, I'm like, I know that voice. I know that voice. That is Chris Parnell. That's Jerry from Rick and Morty. Oh, shit. I didn't even realize. I was like, (laughs) Jerry?
2: In another reality, oh, yeah. uh, Jerry is Slade. <laughs> Deathstroke. That is,
1: that is so wild. So now I want to a- see
2: a Jerry Deathstroke in uh, Rick and Morty. That'd be really funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, Jerry is Slade is is so funny. And like I didn't notice who he was until they say his name. Uh, they call him Agent Wilson. Uh, from the get-go but people know him if you're a fan of the Teen Titans you know him just as Slade if you're a fan of the cartoons and the comic books it's obviously a Slade Wilson Deathstroke he doesn't look like him yet I think what we also see here and they've changed the way that a lot of the other characters look you'll see Deathstroke but if I didn't tell you who he was and I just showed you a picture of the character you probably wouldn't know because I didn't know who it was when I saw him in a preview online but this is one he has his he has both eyes yeah, so he that's does. what that's what caught me off guard so
2: I think one thing about this show is that um they're very much showing like because Clark is very much I think he's younger in this show. Um, and I think a lot of the villains, too, are kind of like in their starting out phase. Like, and by that, I mean, they're they're not they're not what we usually see them as. like their veteran, like their their comic book status of like, You know, Deathstroke, without the eye, and like the skills and all that. I think this is early days for a lot of villains. I think this is early days for Superman. This is basically, we're seeing the beginnings and not just Superman, but a lot of characters that we normally know in the Superman DC universe. So that's what makes them different because Ivo's here too. Um, Because Dr. Ivo was in the parasite suit in, I think it was episode four. Yeah, episode four, it's in that. Um, but he was like still the rich billionaire that before he got in the parasite suit and like fucked up his body. Um,
1: yeah, I mean that, that leads to so many things too, because one, we haven't even seen the guy who becomes parasite, the villain, uh, they, they may or may not introduce that aspect of him, but you know, that's a potential right there. Uh, yeah. since we know that Dr. Ivo is here and that he's got chip on his shoulder, we definitely know that we're getting a mezo. The Amazo Android, and that will be a big issue for uh, for Superman. But you know, for anime fans, you, you get a lot of the stuff that you want. The opening of the show is a straight up anime show. It's very good. <laughs> but the robots that you see and the technology—like I'm looking at this, I'm like, this is Gundam. Okay, like this is Gundam. This is Ghost and Shell. It's yeah. Freaking so, cool.
2: so actually, um, I actually watched the most recent episode, episode six, just before we started this, and there's actually oh, a reference after this. There's actually a reference to a uh, uh, Lagon in it, like the mechs that you see. There's like four of them, um, like they they look exactly ripped out of the anime, which is hilarious. Um, and there's also some introduction of Red Sun technology that weakens Superman.
1: Is that so? So let's let's rewind because I had a question about that. We haven't been introduced to two big things. One, we have not seen Lex Luthor yet. Two, we have not seen Kryptonite yet. So in episode 5 in which Cadmus or uh Task Force X whatever they're calling themselves right now obviously I think we're going to get suicide squad in some form. Yeah. Um we uh we see Slade go after Superman. So one that's ballsy. Yes. For him for him just a regular person to go after Superman. The but swords we did see, hurt him. The swords hurt him. I think the swords have Red Sun technology built into that.
2: So, so watching episode six, and are you okay with me spoiling this a little?
1: Spoiler, because I'm gonna watch it immediately after this.
2: Okay. Um, so, so Superman and Lois essentially go looking for Jimmy in the woods because Jimmy's looking for Bigfoot. Um, but they basically, I like, stump- that,
1: I like that he's a conspiracy <laughs> conspiracy theorist YouTuber. I love
2: that. Yeah. And basically, like, um, they find they like go looking for Jimmy and they find this, um, Old Cadmus facility that's cloaked in a red sun cloaking technology, um, and they um, when they enter it, um, Superman's weakened, and he's hunted down by these um, uh, Task Force X robots. That like, he's not he's not powerless. He can still fight and fly, but he's not as strong as he usually is, and and um, and he can only fly for so long before he goes down. So like the red sun cloaking field is weakening him in this instance. And and I guess they it proves that they have the technology to do so. Whether they're using that in their weapons or not is uncertain, but they at least have cloaking technology that worked on this abandoned cat site.
1: Hmm. Oh I, I, I like they're they're smart with this. Like yes, I was worried, are. like, you know, is this gonna be because what Marvel has been doing is something that I find totally insulting. They've just been like, for their shows and for their cartoons, it's like, screw source material. We're just going to make things up as we go. You see that while they may have changed a lot of things aesthetically, I feel like the writing the, like the writing team actually understands the lore, actually understands how science and stuff works within mm-hmm. the DC world. And for them to be starting with Red Sun... And how he gets his powers and everything. Before they even introduce Kryptonite. That's a smart move. It is.
2: And um, uh, one thing I do want to say. I remember reading. Um, I want to say it was on Twitter. So like take that with a grain of salt. But I think they said. like One of the show creators said that Lex Luthor will not appear in season one. Um, because they wanted to save him for later. And introduce some different Superman villains. As opposed to just going straight to Lex.
1: I think that's smart. You you know what this show reminds me of? And I got to say this. I say this hesitantly because I don't want to raise my expectations and just get really disappointed later. This reminds me One, it reminds me of Avatar, the last airbender very early on, which only got better as the series kept going. This reminds me of the spectacular Spider-Man. No, this show's really good. I'm a big fan. Like,
2: like, for all you listening, like like watch this show. It's good. It's fun. Like just enjoy the fact that it's just Superman. It's not trying to cross over with anything just yet. I don't know if they'll bring in anything like Batman or Flash or anything in the future. I imagine this will stick with Superman for a while. Um, which honestly there's plenty to work with on a just Superman basis because Superman can pretty much handle, you know, anything that's thrown at him aside from Red Sun and Kryptonite. <laughs> but this is a I, I this is a good what? show and it's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I I think what DC has gotten away from is creating really good content based off anyone that's not Batman. And I say this as someone who's a Batman fan, but I feel like with the Batman stuff, you almost always know that it's going to be good. With Superman, I think a lot of the animated movies got lazy for a little while. I think, uh, you know, I really liked... Superman Red Son, which came out like 2019, 2020. That was pretty good. Twenty yeah, That was the one where he landed in Russia as opposed yeah. to America, right? But before that, I mean, you had like Superman Unbound, which wasn't great. You had the Superman Batman Public Enemies and Superman Batman uh, Apocalypse, which were both really good. But what do they have in common? They all had Batman to cash holder. It. Superman projects alone were just kind of all over the place. He had a movie called Superman versus the Elite, which I was – I did not personally like. Um, you know, they they did a Superman Man of Tomorrow, which I felt like was a very. It was one. It was based off a limited series called Superman Alien, and I thought that was a. It was a retelling of the origin story, and I didn't think that was a good way to do it. I think I didn't, I I did not like it. But um, I mean, if you can do good Superman you don't really have to do much else. It's like Spider-Man where Spider-Man got really lost. The last couple animated series was that they kept making it Spider-Man with somebody else. And that was cool for the first like season. But after that, it was like, it became less Spider-Man. It became more like Spider-Man is like the junior Avengers and stuff like that. And Spider-Man is always just somebody's yeah. placeholder so they can come in. And it became less about Spider-Man became about everything else. Whereas it's Little like Iron Boy Jr. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it fell into that. Whereas, like, Spectacular Spider-Man was great because they knew how to have a really good Spider-Man cartoon. I love it when characters cross over. I love it when characters cross over, but it's if it's done all the time, and if it doesn't make sense, and if it waters down the main character of the show, that's a problem. And I do not want to see. Other members of the Justice League come around for a little while. I think hmm. fans have gotten so spoiled of crossovers and stuff. We get it everywhere. Just give me good Superman stories. And I, I've been a defender. We have a good chunk of people. Brian McWilliams, one of our listeners, also hosts um, Mean Age Daydream, the Mean Age Daydream podcast and the Boring podcast. Go ahead and check those out. Shout out to Brian. Uh, but he's not paying us on Patreon, so fuck him. But Brian yeah. and the Second Brit Comics fan zone, vehemently – hates superman he hates superman and we've got some other people who do not like superman and i think i i think i get it to a degree but i also think it's misplaced if you can have good standalone superman stories that understand the character those are always excellent it's when they do superman you know stopping a plane from falling or fighting a big big alien or something it's like you always know how it goes people like to see the character dynamic. Clark is interesting, Superman is interesting. He's an yeah. alien refugee who was raised in Kansas. Yeah. Like and- there's so much there. He is he is interesting on his own right, and I'm glad that this show has kind of reminded people of that. Yeah. And one thing I
2: find interesting too is that well, like the like the spaceship that Superman landed in. Uh, the show hasn't touched much on this yet. But like they oh, showed it's it more
1: than a pod.
2: <laughs> it's more than a pod. Yeah, because it's not just a pod. It's like this giant. I don't even know what it is because apparently it grew. Uh, but it's it's like a whole arc kind of. And Superman's dad speaks in pure Kryptonian,
1: which that's <laughs> what caught me off guard. And I mean that in a good way, because one, when he sees the hologram of jor when he meets him as a child, it freaks him out. Yeah. I mean it starts talking in
2: Kryptonian, he doesn't understand. And it also tried to swallow his parents, which thankfully he grabbed without issue. <laughs> which which like as a kid, he like just buried it and said, I'm not touching that again.
1: <laughs> I, I feel like this this reminded me a lot of Man of Steel in a way, because when Clark goes to Antarctica to the fortress of solitude, where he goes into the Kryptonian ship that has Jarrell's hologram consciousness there. Yeah. Um It very much is like – this is not a a homecoming that it was like in the comics, in a lot of the older cartoons, in like the Richard Donner Superman where you got like Marlon Brando. Come, my son. Let me show you everything. Like this is – what this did is what Man of Steel did great. It very clearly tells you Clark is an alien and this is not friendly alien. No, this is alien. Like you don't know what you're dealing with. And this is a very different type of – krypton than what i think people are going to expect and we have seen very little we yeah, have seen I, very little i
2: do like that the ship did not just auto translate to english for the for us to understand mm-hmm. it just feels alien we do not we the audience and clark don't do not understand what this is we don't know we just know we like we as fans know okay that's jorrell what's he telling him like we just know okay told him that you know he left krypton but Clark doesn't even know that. He all he sees is himself leaving Krypton as a child and his parents dying in the explosion. Like that's all he gets. And and also we see these little build-up segments like, whenever he comes into contact with this uh stolen Cadmus tech that he keeps getting this little I'm not sure if they're flashbacks or like visions
1: or um they're getting but, kind of mass effect on him, like when Shepard yeah. is like suddenly like seeing shit it's like is it stuff yeah. from the past or is it stuff from the future yeah when he's seeing like like his memories or somebody <laughs> else's yeah
2: but he just it's kind of like building up to something and obviously we have more show to go i'm not sure how many episodes are in the first season um but i i do look forward to seeing where this ends up yeah
1: I think – you know. I thought about whether or not we should do a rating, but we've only seen – well, you saw episode six. I've only seen the first five. I think what we should do is we should wait for this season to kind of finish off, whether it's a mid-season finale or whether it's a full-season finale, and then we should grade it. But what I can definitely say, what I can absolutely say is that if you've been on the fence about the show, watch it. Yes. It is good. It's very good. it is really good, and I'm really impressed that d c was able to do this my My biggest thing though, was like they did not really promote it, and yeah, I, think, I, I don't know whether that was them not really putting a, a a vote of confidence in it, but I remember like a lot of shows that become popular sometimes networks don't put a lot of emphasis into them. They did not do that with Avatar the Last Airbender. They did not do that with Clone Wars. With uh, rebels, they did not do that with Rick and Morty. Do not so, sleep on this, people. Do not sleep on this. I think this is probably going to be one of the best, not just one of the best DC shows, not just one of the best superhero shows. I think this is going to be one of the best shows that you watch, especially if you've been looking for something for a while. So, my adventures of Super- my adventures of Superman, you can catch it on Adult Swim. I think it comes on Max a day later. Yes. Definitely check it out. Yeah, 100%. Check it out, guys. It's, it's really good. So that's it. I'm not producer Derek. Thank you for coming on. And as always, folks, thank you for being a Second Brick Comics patron. It helped keep the show on the road. And remember, if nothing else, it's simply this read comics. Read comics. What, dare Ch- Change the world. Good night, America.